0: I'm not the best singer because I haven't practiced my voice, and I'm not the best um, crafts person. Like I cannot fold paper in a certain way because I haven't practiced it. But if I put my um, like my mind behind it or to it, I I can learn that and it just takes time. And I think as creatives, we need to know that if we practice something for a long time, we can actually achieve anything.
1: This is a Hillsong Creative Podcast, where we hear from creative experts and influencers, the dreamers and the doers, what they've learned and what we can learn from their journey as we explore, respond and create. I'm Rich Langton and on today's episode, we have Stefan Kunz. He was a banker and now he's a lettering artist traveling the world, working with brands like Adobe and Apple. So welcome to the podcast. If you're new around here, uh, we're going to have lots of fun. We're going to interview all sorts of people from artists to preachers to communicators to painters to, you know, you name it, creatives and people that probably don't think they're creative, but we're going to talk about the creative process. It's going to be fun. Uh, on today's episode, though, we've got a lettering artist, Stefan Kunz. He's a guy that was working in the banking industry, you know, out there just doing life and. Um, Really, God got a hold of him, and now he's a lettering artist. He travels the world teaching how to do typography and lettering. He works with all sorts of big brands, brands that you would know, Apple and Adobe and the like. But really, the interview today, is is, it'll share his story and how he went from living a life in the corporate world to living a life really serving God and trying to be a child of God. And I love how he puts that. You're going to love the interview. It happened at our Worship and Creative Conference. Annie Garrett, one of our worship pastors, is the interviewer. So we're going to jump straight in. Hope you enjoy it.
2: Okay, Stefan, how would you describe yourself in one sentence?
0: How long can the sentence be? It can
2: be a very long (laughs) sentence. It can be as, as long or short as you want it.
0: Okay. Um... It's always difficult because you have to find out, like, which s- things you're supposed to say. Like, not supposed to say, like, I know that I'm a child of God, and so that's who I am, which is right? a good answer. <laughs> but um, and I don't like to just narrow it down to just a few words, right. so, like, keep it short. Um, but I'm a creative mm-hmm. by heart, and... And I love people that are around me and just help people get better at what they do, like find their passion.
2: Awesome. I don't don't know how to say that. No, that's it. That's who you are. I love it. Okay, so talk to me about typography because this is something that it may have been around for a long time, but somebody like me, I've only heard about it recently. So Mm -hmm. can you tell me a little bit about what it is?
0: Okay, so typography Actually, typography is is like the setting of words, like letters, how they are in a font. Then there's calligraphy, which is like uh, exact writing to to write with a pen that has like a brush tip or just like a fine tip that just goes bigger and smaller, the, depending on the pressure you set on it. And then lettering is is basically what I do, or mostly what I do is is drawing words um, and then setting them together like in a different way, and then just combining them, making it look pretty. And so this is what I've kind of been doing in the last four years, just um, learning that craft and just developing my skills mm-hmm. and and steward that and just write whatever I get to write on whatever surface I get to write it to.
2: And why do you think now, because it's becoming really popular, right? So now it's been around, but yeah. suddenly people have discovered it. Why do, what do you think is it about it that's like attracting people to that?
0: The, I think the element of of sitting down, of actually using your hand instead of your computer or writing right. to something is amazing. And I've seen especially women um, doing it. So this is actually, that I'm a male, doing that is, yeah. is actually a little bit rare. Um, but people find like beauty in like, crafting something, like art, scrapbooks, or, or, or dueling, sketching or something. Mm-hmm. And you always love to write something, so people love to to put like a little bit of decoration around their house and then just write like encouraging words uh, positive words or or just even a happy birthday card just Mm -hmm. like you have to write it or you have to get a card and it's more special if you do it by your hand like yourself so that's why I think people love it at the moment because it's this sense of you create something yourself and you can give it and it has a bigger meaning than just buying it in stores.
2: Yeah. Okay, so I have the worst handwriting maybe on earth. And my children, when I write them cards, say, I can't even read what you wrote. So that's just to give you a little bit of a context. I use my phone for everything. So I make lists on my phone. I I find that when I go to actually write something, I don't write well because I don't do it that often. What do you, like technology helps us a lot. It can help us in creativity. But do you think, because everything's so quick, do you think it hinders us as well? Or what do you think?
0: No, I think technology um, helps us advance actually faster right So um, even though I, I draw it by hand yeah. like everything I do mostly I draw it on the iPad or just any like any device so I've okay. been drawing digitally for a long time um, but the, 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 the fact that I'm drawing is it's I'm not writing I'm drawing right so if I'd be an illustrator, um, you wouldn't compare yourself with me in the sense of just drawing and writing. Because your hand, like your um, your handwriting, is something different than your lettering, right? Cause it's because art. people exactly, if, if I would write something like, I've practiced my handwriting a lot so that I can be faster and still look precise, right? But um, for anyone else, they don't practice that, and practice makes perfect. So this is exactly where I say, like, like I get that a lot that people say, like, I have the worst handwriting, um, I cannot do that, and then I have to go back and tell them like. Well, drawing is 95% learnable. That's that's a fact that people have, like researchers have said. Really? So people say that they are they cannot draw or they cannot do that is mostly because they haven't done it. Mm-hmm. And if you look at my childhood, like up to now, like I've been drawing all my life and I've been looking at stuff visually and, and been impacted by what's around me because I've been paying attention yeah. and because I've been practicing it. And the same way is like, I'm not the best singer because I haven't practiced my voice. Yeah and i'm not the best um like i don't know like crafts person like i cannot fold paper in a certain way because i haven't practiced it yeah but if i put my um like my mind behind it or to it i i can learn that and just takes time and i think as creatives or even as not creatives we need to know that if we like if we practice something for a long time um, we can actually achieve anything this is why i struggle with the question like um, what job would I be bad at is, I don't know, because there are certain jobs I haven't done. There are certain right. jobs that I would, would find boring. Like I've worked at a bank for three and a half years and, but I can do it. Mm-hmm. And I always like, as soon as I do something, I want to be the best at it. And so I don't have a vision for my life where like, I really want to, to be the best songwriter ever, but I have this, I I take what is in front of me, and I want to just do that as yeah. best as I can. So, yeah, there's a whole thing behind it.
2: Yeah. Okay, so if I were to look you up on Instagram, which I will do after this, you have over 200,000 followers. I do. Right. So can you... And so you're known for your lettering, and you have recently worked with Apple, Adobe, yeah, Hallmark. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back two years ago. Yeah. Would you have imagined that you... Then what you'd be doing now.
0: So two years ago, like I just started out being like independent, uh, working for myself. Mm-hmm. So I quit my job at the bank. Um, I didn't know what. You were at
2: a bank two years ago.
0: Yeah.
2: Wow. Okay. I,
0: I didn't know what I would do after that.
2: Yeah.
0: And so I asked God, I, is it okay if I quit? And God said, like, I had this feeling like, yeah, it's okay. And, and I asked God, like, what's the next chapter? Like, what, mm. what am I going to do? And he didn't give me a def- definitive answer. So he's like, just use whatever you can, um, whatever you have, like use that and and make the best out of it. Mm. So I, I went actually went through my, my room and my apartment and like just prayed over everything that I had, like over my camera gear, over my computer, over uh, whatever I had, just prayed over it and just like, okay, this, God use that, like my talents, my gifts, everything that I knew that I had. I tried to, to put, bring that before God and say, like, this is yours mm. and I want to do the best of it. And at that time, I actually thought that I would become a photographer rather than lettering artist. So lettering was more like a, a hobby yeah. um, and just something like my creative output or outlet on Instagram. And and then half a year later, God called me to do to, or told me he wants me to become a, um, a brand manager for his kingdom. And I'm like, what what's that? I don't know exactly what that is, but I think it entails to become a designer. Right. And so when I heard that, when I thought that I would become a designer, I was like, God, that's not what I want to do. I don't want to be designing, doing graphic design for the rest of my life. Like I hate it and I really hated really? it because I had to work with clients. I had to change stuff. I, yeah. I learned that I did the work, how I did my work was the wrong way. So that as soon as I got to the point where I like learned how to do it better, um, that completely changed. And now right. I love working with clients. Like I get to work, like, like you mentioned, the some of the biggest brands. Yeah. Um, I have some, some other work coming up and, and it just, it's, incre- it's crazy how far God has taken me in like the last two years. Yeah. And, and I don't know where he's going to take me in the next 10. Right. But, um, I'm, I'm ex- really like excited for, for what's, for what's to come. And, and still, like, there's a love and hate relationship with the, the work I do. Like, some days I really love doing what I do. Yeah. And then there's some days where just, like, I want to put it on side. Like, I want to go on vacation for, like, two months. But then the next day I just, like, take a deep breath and then go back. And I'm like, all right, actually, I love it.
2: Right. Yeah. So was it kind of – was it what was the transition like of this is something that I do because I enjoy it and I want to express myself to – now I actually have a deadline, and this is something that I, I have to produce something, a product for yeah. this person. Was that hard to navigate? Um, it,
0: it was hard to navigate at first. Um, it was like, it's like a process you you go through. So you learn, you learn to to adapt to the situation. Um, so I've I've learned how to to. Come up with deadlines, like when I can end something, and deadlines actually really are helpful. Right. Um, so you end something, and I'm not a perfectionist, okay. so I'm more. I love to be more productive, like get a lot of stuff done, but I'm still, I'm still getting closer to perfection. Like the more, the better you get at something. The like something when you start out, you see something as soon as it's as it's done, and you're like, ah, oh, that doesn't look right, and and you learn how to actually pinpoint what doesn't look right. But then you have to go back at it and do it over and over. Right. So um, pieces that I do now, sometimes um, they get better, but they take longer as well. Mm-hmm. And but just it was hard at first, like the deadlines were so like so fast or I didn't actually um, take jobs that I felt like I couldn't do mm-hmm. because I, I thought like I was just balancing the risk of not failing at it and like yeah. because there, if there's money involved you want to you want to deliver on something right. and and if like that deadline just um, pins you into a corner where you're like stuck and you cannot do anything that's where like you have to invest into yourself before so for me the the practical image of that is like any musician practice a lot behind the scenes mm. like if you guys are on stage uh, singing um, you guys have practiced so much during right. the week, and for designers usually that's not the case. Designers like that work and then do it and then it's done. Yeah. And and that's why like I I learned that I have to actually invest. I have to practice my my craft my my skills to get better. That when I'm doing a job I can perform and I'm good
1: at it.
2: Because it's something you've already been exactly doing. right. Yeah. yeah.
1: I really hope that you've been enjoying this episode of the the podcast. It's brought to you by the Hillsong Worship and Creative Conference, which we have here in Sydney, Australia. The conference is for people just like you and me, people who are interested in creativity, exploring their creativity and really growing in creativity. It's not just for worship teams. It's not just for artists per se, but it's for all people who want to explore creativity and how they can outwork their creativity for God. If you'd like more information about the conference, go to our website at hillsong.com forward slash WCC. I really hope you can join us. Now, let's get back to the episode.
0: This is the Fun and these are my Fantastic Four. The name of, the, um, of my last chapter in life was Hardship. It was really, it was a really tough time, and the chapter right now is kind of finding my place where God has called me to go. The last book I've read is the Bible, and the last book I bought is *On the Moment*. My favorite way to get recharged is to—that's actually also a thing that I still have to find out—but at the moment, it's driving. So as as soon as I'm on the road, I just forget everything else. But everything that's just like short uh, or long and that you have no access to your phone or anything you just have to concentrate so like snowboarding skiing would be the same the piece of work i'm most satisfied with is the next one that i'm gonna do
2: okay so you've got classes on your website yeah what's the difference between creating and then teaching creativity how do you teach creativity how do you teach somebody that
0: I think as soon as you're able to, to actually figure out your own process, um, the way you learn something and the way you create something, you can actually start teaching it. So um, like a teacher, what he has to do is to figure out something that's complicated and make it simple. Mm. And, and for me, that's, that's something that I love. Like I'm, I'm, I'm analyzing so much of what I do and how I do things so I revisit the stuff that I do over and over again, and I ask myself like, why did I do that? Like, yeah. and and can I do it better? Is there a better way to do it? And I love to be more efficient. I love to to figure out ways to to actually t- teach that. And at my old church, um, I led a creative team. Like I started out uh, building a creative team from zero, um, and over four years I build it up to 30 people and wow. every one of them that came into my team most well almost every one of them like I had to teach them from scratch whatever they had to do and so I learned like how can I teach graphic design how can I actually break down the steps so that they can actually learn something so you cannot just teach them like, this is a piece that I want you to do and you need to do this, 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 this and then explain that all, but you need to t- teach them about the tools, you need to teach them about right. how they actually can get inspired themselves and so I've um, always been teaching about like four steps of creativity or like my creative process is, is broken down into four steps Is where you you learn it or um, you get inspired, you go on Pinterest, you go to um, galleries, whatever, mm-hmm. and you you capture that, You you learn like, you take that in and the better stuff you look at, the better your inspiration is going to be. Like the better your stuff is going to be as well. Yeah. And and then the second step is actually copy and learn from that. So you actually copy their work. Um, like Picasso, they he mastered other crafts. Um, and he like every brushstroke that he made, like he copied that from someone else, and then created his own style. So this yeah. the third step is creating your your own style. Um, and, and actually create pieces and do a lot. And then for me, the last step, and that's an essential step, and it can be applied to anything you actually do, is, is one more step. Um, do, just go one more step, is when you're done with something, um, just try to go one more step. Like if you're uh, doing a song, like just, try to end it with a different like different way or for me when I do a painting like adding some strokes adding an effect adding adding one more piece that I feel like I've never tried yeah and then I see if it works or if it doesn't work it's more difficult if you're doing a mural where you actually painting on a, on a wall and then adding one more step and you figure out like afterwards like ah, oh, that actually doesn't work that's that's not the best way to go. So yeah. that's where I use an iPad just to digitalize it. And But I always try to go one more step, not 10, not five, but just one more.
2: And is that just to push yourself or see if there's more?
0: Usually it's like s- so many times you just, you're not sure if there's actually another step. Like, right. can it get any better? Mm-hmm. And and you're like, um, I don't think it can get any better. And that's when, as as soon as you get there, is like, ah, I don't think it can get any better. Yeah. Then you're done. Like you're not gonna learn anymore, or it will take a long time till you see something that you're like, oh, actually that could help. Right. But if you're not like uh, visually where you can just like, oh, this is actually good. This is where I can can go. Um. Then you need to uh, actually try it yourself. And and experimenting is like sometimes you learn, sometimes you fail. Um. Well, that's no. Sometimes you. You get something, sometimes you win and sometimes you learn Mm. and you don't fail because you actually uh, tried something out and you learn something from that.
2: I love that. I love that you actually have like a four step process, because I think sometimes when you talk about creativity, everyone has a different process. But I think it's helpful for people that want to develop and grow to actually have something that they can grab onto and apply. And I don't know that it's easy for creatives to always articulate with that. I don't think Looks it is. Like, that's, so.
0: that's that's what differentiates a lot of artists. Like yeah. if I, I just read that or heard that on a, um, on a show is like somebody talking about like if you want to apply for a creative job, you have to set yourself up from, from everyone else. Mm-hmm. And he was talking like he's the city uh, bank uh, design director and has a huge list of like great stuff he did. And he said like if he has uh, someone interviewing for him, and wants to apply for a job, like he wants to know like, what does your creative process look like? Yeah. And then people are like, well, I don't know, I just create stuff. Yeah. And it's like, oh, cool, next one. <laughs> yeah. So that's where I I wanted to know it for myself. And I like speaking at like uh, places like Apple and, and yeah. Hallmark, you need to teach people something. Yeah. And so you have to break it down. You have to figure it out. And and that's over the time, over the course of the last, I don't know, six months, I, I kind of narrowed it down. And for the online classes that I did, I also had to like, okay, this is actually what I do. How can I teach that? Yeah, And and then it's hard because you're also giving away everything you know for a price sometimes. Yeah. Um, but then again, it's just like if we help make other people better, like, you'll get better as well. Like, you're still the person that had to learn to get there. So even if you're teaching, even if you're sharing all your secrets, you'll still be, like, a little bit ahead of everyone else.
2: Okay, so your craft is all about communicating a message, right? So when you think about legacy, what would you like the legacy of your craft to be? What would you like it to say?
0: That's a question of what does your tombstone going to say, (laughs) right? Um... I'm still figuring that out. I like if, if you'd ask me, like, what's my f- next five years looks like or 10 years? Or like, what's my goal or my vision? It's hard because I I feel like I don't have one, mm-hmm. but I know it's OK because I know that um, like I always want to do more. I want to push myself. I want to push mm-hmm. my boundaries, my limits. I always want to reach more. So like it's great that I've been able to do stuff for for these companies like Apple, uh, Hallmark and others. But I want to do more. Great. I want to, like, I don't know, I, I want to dream bigger in the sense of, I want to have maybe my my work on Coca-Cola bottles. I want my work on, yeah. on the biggest, like, uh, advertising platforms like Times Square. Like, no boundaries, but yeah. at the same time, I want the message that I do, like, that's all about my work is I want to, to inspire people. Mm. I want to have them to read something positive that, the, that will encourage them. So I'm inspiring and encourage people. Yeah. And it's been from the beginning from where I started out and I didn't know, like it was such a small beginning at the time. Like I was still doing like graphic design on my phone. Like I started out before I did lettering. I started out on my phone designing on my phone. And that was just like a pastime, like walking to my job and then just in that time, just trying to create something. Mm -hmm. And at that time I already had to think of like, what do I want to share? What do I want to share people? And i had less than 1000 people following me at that time. Mm. So it wasn't like oh I have this this obligation this this um, this thing that I have to do. But I uh, I decided then that I want to share something that's that's true, that's helpful. Um, and the only new the only thing that I knew was true was like Bible verses mm. and and even worship songs like okay, somebody looked at those worship songs, somebody like went through it and knows that like the meaning behind it is true, mm. um, and for me that was was important. And I didn't want to like have like everyone not everyone who wanders is lost. It's like a sentence is like so overused, and just like doesn't really mean anything, um, and not nothing that I want to share. So there are things that I'm sharing that just I think it's fun and just helps me again just do something creative. But then there are a lot of things that I want to share is like I want to share something that's in, inspiring and encouraging. Um, because now it affects a lot of people. A lot of people will see it. A lot of people uh, will read it, and it may change the course of their day. Right. And, and I've heard so many stories of how God used my work to inspire others, and that's what I wanted to be doing for the pro the rest of my life
2: yeah. so it's the same hope that you've always had you've just got a bigger reach yeah. now don't you yeah it's pretty cool yeah. well thank you so much for thank chatting it's been awesome and i've learned stuff i've got four steps to work on so <laughs> thank you very much
0: awesome thank you
1: well what a great interview from stefan i've certainly found it inspirational and i really hope that you have too not being a lettering artist and knowing how hard it is to actually do what he does, it's pretty inspirational to see where he's come from and really where God is taking him. Uh, if you are a lettering artist and you want to do some of his courses or want to find out more about Stefan, you can go to his website, which is at typoxphoto.com. Or, of course, you can follow him on Instagram, which is just his name, which is Stefan Kunz on Instagram. So check it out. It's great for you to follow. You actually don't want to miss next episode with Pastor Charles Neiman. We had this awesome chat about his whole creative process, as well as that, how he stayed fresh for over 40 years. He's been preaching, he's been writing, he's been leading for that long, and he still manages to come up with fresh new ways of sharing the gospel and of communicating in ways that actually help people to see Jesus. On Food for Thought, you're going to hear from our team and some short thoughts and wisdom, and we hope they inspire you. Today, though, we've got Annie Garrett, who you've just been listening to with Stefan. So here's Annie's Food for Thought.
2: Anytime I lead, it's never familiar, and it's always every time like... Oh God, I need you to help me. I need you to help me lead people into your presence. And um, a cool thing I heard, I think Robert Ferguson, who's a pastor at our church, he explains like the anointing um, as being smeared with God's ability. And so that's become my thing that it's like, just pray, I ask for you, like anoint me afresh right now for the service that I need to lead. Smear me with your ability, like you empower me to do what you want me to do.
1: Thanks for joining us on this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and that you got something from it. If you did, you can subscribe on iTunes or you can find us on YouTube. And I hope you can join us next time.